The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. This is of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we'll be discussing the Google and Shopify integration and specifically what's in it for Google. Joining me today is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. And this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. Jordan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben. Hey, listeners. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. First off, tell us where you're recording this podcast from. <laughs> I'm recording this podcast in uh, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, um, sitting out on a patio. Oh, you're at a bar. Let's not kid ourselves. Jordan is sitting with a glass of white wine in hand in Jackson Hole, fresh haircut, helping his friends raise some capital as part of his duties as an SEO strategist. Geez, Jordan, rough life. Rough life indeed, it is. Beautiful place to visit in the summer, I can tell you that much. Well, you know, other than my never-ending jealousy, I do want to talk to you about what's happening with uh, e-commerce in SEO. We saw a big announcement this month about Google and Shopify getting into bed together. So first off, talk to me about what is the Google and Shopify integration? What's changed? Yeah, Ben. So this is a great question. It's an interesting announcement that took place at the Google I.O. where they're partner with Shopify to give the platform essentially access to Google search results. And so it's an integration that allows merchants to sign up, basically like one click sign up and the the products will appear within the variety of Google's shopping journeys and integrations that they have. 
but ultimately what this really does in the nutshell is it, it just basically makes it really easy for a Shopify seller to get their products in, into Google. So I want to talk about what this means for Google. What do you think the rationale for Google trying to integrate Shopify listings directly into their search results? You know, what's the intent and why are they taking this step? That's a great question. And I think it's broken down into two segments, right? The first segment is really about Google's interest in diversification, right? The more products, the more unique products, the more diversified that their product set is, the more reach they can have within different search queries. And the unique thing about Shopify sellers is that many of them are crafts and craftsmen and and unique sellers. They're not just selling, you know, the same Nike or Jordan or the same, you know, fishing pole. They're, they're actually selling stuff that isn't on Amazon. They're selling stuff that is not on other channels. And so this gives Google access to a, a unique set of inventory and product. The second part to this is Google has probably, a str- not probably, they, they do have a really strong appetite to show new available ad units within the search experience. So I think that there's a a sort of a macro discussion for us to have here, which is Google versus Amazon, right? Google is looking for ways to boost their shopping inventory, their number of products available basically in their search algorithm because they're losing market share to Amazon. They're not the first destination when somebody goes to look for, you know, very specific brands. So is this just a strategy for Google to try to boost inventory as a competition with Amazon? Or is there another strategy going on here? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely partly about Amazon, no doubt. But it's really also about the unique prolification of quality search experiences within e-commerce platforms. So I'd almost argue that this is just as much about Amazon as it is about Walmart, as it is about Etsy, as it is about all the different channels for which you can buy products on and the the simple reality that consumers are now often going to their preferred platform and performing their search and search intentions and purchase intentions right there. So I think it's as much about that as it is about Google's need to not only diversify, but probably expand the way that they showcase products and inventory on search. So Jordan, I guess the big question for me is, you know, if Google is trying to get access to more shopping inventory, why are they signing a deal with Shopify? Why isn't this just them using web crawlers and bots to go take that data and serve it up through organic search as opposed to having a direct integration? Well, I think that there's a couple of components to this, Ben. The first component is the more data Google can acquire about these products, the more likely they can provide a quality experience. So I'm sure that this isn't just about it, about a product feed, but this is also about a lot of the data that Shopify collects about these products. So how engaging they are. Remember, we're dealing with sellers that are not major commerce players, but they have an e-commerce presence with their Shopify store. For Google, it's probably very difficult to know what is a top seller, what is a good product that this retailer or this entrepreneur is offering. And so ultimately, the idea here is it provides Google with a gateway into understanding quality at a much higher standard than what they would traditionally look at from external links or mentions or internal links 
or reviews on a page, which again, in some of these cases, there probably aren't a lot of reviews for these products on a Shopify store. So ultimately, it's about data and it's about controlling data that allows Google to provide a quality experience with this 1.7 million merchants that Shopify supports. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. All right, so there's a catalog of 1.7 million merchants that are on Shopify, and Google is not just getting access to the data that's publicly displayed on the Shopify platform. They're also getting access to some of the behind-the-scenes data. And what I'm hearing from you is Shopify is reporting how many times people clicked on that item. How many times somebody might have got to uh, check out? So Jordan, how is Google going to benefit from getting the data out of this feed? That is yet to be seen or known. But I think one interesting aspect here that is important for all of our listeners to recognize is that in the Google I.O., they bundled this announcement with both the partnership with Shopify as well as the expansion of different shopping experiences throughout YouTube and other channels that Google has access to. And so... The reality here is that this isn't just about Google's ability to take this feed and show it within, you know, the existing, say, shopping ads or the existing search experience, but probably to integrate it into places like YouTube, where you've got a lot of Shopify sellers who are YouTube celebrities, or you have a lot of Shopify sellers who have serious Instagram followings. And how do we connect some of those dots together and create new shopping experiences in other platforms like YouTube and monetize those. And so that was another part of this announcement was Google's ability to expand shopping ads into different parts of of their, their portfolio. So Google's capturing data from Shopify to not only understand what's happening with each individual product, they're getting a macro look at some of the trends in shopping as well. And they're able to apply some of that to create new shopping experiences in Google Shopping, in their core search results, in YouTube. And you mentioned in Instagram as well. Instagram's owned by Facebook. How do you think that this relates to Google's integration on some other platforms like Instagram? Yeah, well, I mean, Instagram's interesting because there's a lot of sellers who have become like overnight 
sensations on Instagram, right? So they promote a product, it becomes like a on fire for sale product because of the, the celebrity status that this person and their following on Instagram has generated. Now, the interesting thing about that is, is probably it's very difficult for Google to justify whether that product is of good quality, right? Just because it's highly promoted on Instagram doesn't necessarily mean that it is something that they should highly promote in their own shopping listings. So this will give Google that kind of bridge because they can see a better view into what this seller is offering and what products they're offering. And likely there will become a day where sellers may be even you know, allowed to share data with Google about how many of these items have sold or how often these items are returned or refunded. So these elements will become part of Google's ability to predict quality of products based off of this celebrity sensation shopping experience of an Instagram seller or a YouTube seller. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I I don't quite understand the parallel to Instagram and, and how it relates to Shopify and then on to Google. I do see a scenario where someone is promoting a product in YouTube and Google understands whether that product is a valuable one, whether it deserves incremental promotion or whether it's kind of a piece of junk. I kind of get the quality score play here, not just for what the content is, but also what the products are. Something Google does well is, you know, rank the quality of things. At the end of the day, you know, there's a macro trend going on here with Google integrating with Shopify. Are they reprioritizing shopping? Is this meant to help bolster their fundamental search offering? You know, is this a e-commerce play? Is it a search play? Is it a data play? How do you think about Google's behavior and, you know, what's the real rationale for them making this move? This is a great question, Ben, and it is 100% unequivocally about data. In fact, Google called this, named this new process in the Google I.O. They named it the shopping graph. And the shopping graph is stitching together a variety of information across websites, pricing reviews, video information, product data feed, retailer information, all kinds of different data entry points to basically better understand what consumers may or may not want to buy and when and where to place these ads across their various channels. So this shopping graph is really Google's next evolution of more sophisticated targeting or an evolution of how to better target if you're selling a product online. My takeaway from this is that Google is not the end retailer. They never will be. And rarely do they have access to a lot of that conversion data. Sure, some brands are using Google Analytics, but when they're integrating with Shopify, now they're more competitive with Amazon because they get that full picture from everything from what's the demand for a product to how many people are actually purchasing the product, what is the quality of the product. So they're able to see through the entire e-commerce funnel which I guess makes sense why they're calling it the shopping graph. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to search metrics. And join us again tomorrow when Jordan and I continue our conversation about the recent Google and Shopify integration when we talk about what's in it for Shopify. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, we'd love to continue the conversation with you. So you can find a link to Jordan's LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his website, which is jordancooney.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N-K-O-E-N-E.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. 
If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestion or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 